0: Imagine yourself walking through a beautiful forest. The sun is shining bright, and the breeze is just perfect. Who are you walking with? And as you continue on in your walk through the forest, you come across an animal. What kind of animal is it, and what does it do? We've all come across such personality tests before, right? They can be quite fun, and some are said to be more accurate than we think. But have you ever wondered why we're so drawn to tests like these in the first place? I mean, don't we know who we are better than anyone else? Well, apparently we don't, really. Because each one of us may be two people at once. The person we think we are, and the person other people think we are. Many of these tests and quizzes tell us a little bit about how we're perceived by others, helping us understand ourselves a little better in the process, even if it's just for fun. This is Herim, and today's Wonder Hour starts now. Welcome to Wonder Hours with Herim on KBS World Radio. We started today's show with Sonu jung and her song Sang Sang, Beyond My Dreams. Don't worry, I won't leave you hanging. The person you were walking with is the most important person in your life. The size of the animal you come across is a representation of the size of your problems. And as for what the animal does, if their action was more severe, it means you tend to be more aggressive. If it was more peaceful, then you're more passive. Of course, this is all just for fun. Questions and answers taken from the internet. But they are fun, aren't they? At the very least, we got to imagine ourselves walking through a beautiful forest on a beautiful day with the most important person in our lives. And that's a pleasant image to have on our minds, don't you think? So what were your answers? What are your thoughts about personality tests? What's your MBTI? Tell me all about it because you can tell me anything during our daily shout out segment. Tell me. Today's show has been pre-recorded, so I'll be sharing with you some of the messages and requests that have come in earlier in the week. This means that I won't be able to share your responses in real time, but I'll introduce them on the air and the next chance I get. So leave a message anytime you'd like. You can message me using the KBS Kong app or by leaving a comment on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube, at youtube.com slash kbsworldenglish. You can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message at sharp8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or an MMS message will cost 100 won per text. In this second hour of the show... We will be joined by K-pop producer and engineer John Kim, who will introduce us to some hidden K-pop gems as well as some of his jams. On our Thursday segment, John's Jams. You're not going to want to miss it. For now, I'll be right back with today's Tell Me After a Song break. Here is Isora and her song Date. you don't have to tell me you love me you don't have to tell me you've been waiting for me but please do tell me something about yourself tell me something funny that's happened to you today tell me what you're thinking or how you're feeling tell me anything that's on your mind that you feel like sharing and while at it, tell me which songs you want to hear too, won't you? A in the world of Korean radio is a story or an anecdote that the listeners send in to have shared on air. It's what transformed this usually one-way medium into a means of communication and connection, allowing us to be on the same wavelength. Today, we've got messages from Daepae Wen. YouTube Live is so fun. <laughs> Thanks, DJ Hedim, and the crew for having this visible radio show. It's definitely more exciting and entertaining to be able to see DJ Hedim and the guests' facial expressions, including their rolling eyes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. And it's quite fun for us, too. We're glad you're enjoying it, too. <laughs> Thank you for your message. Raylier said, Hi Ting, hi OFD, WH team, Wonder Hours team. I was wondering if the show will be uploaded as a podcast in the future. I tend to miss the live show due to time differences, and I would love to show my support in one way or another. Thank you so much. Now, as for the podcast, I understand that they are being uploaded, but they may not be available on certain streaming platforms just yet. Apparently, they go through some sort of approval period. Hmm. So if there's a specific platform you use, you might have to wait a little bit for all the previous episodes to show up. But in the meantime, you can also find them on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. Just click on Radio, Wonder Hours, and then listen again. Hope this helps. 881004 said, Rimdi. the Lunar New Year's holiday starts on Friday in Korea. How do you plan to spend the holiday? I'm going on a trip. Ooh, a trip sounds exciting. Where are you going? Have a great trip and a safe trip. <laughs> what am I doing? I think I'm just going to spend time with my family and eat a lot of good food. <laughs> now taking a look at some song requests, Yu Jung Jung said, Lunar New Year's Day is just around the corner, and I cannot wait to rest during the holiday. Mm, good idea. But there are tasks I need to finish before the holiday, so there's a lot of pressure to go to work now. I've been listening to Oh My Girl's Bungee a lot as a yu work song so that I'll be able to finish my work fast and start having fun. Whiting! The holiday will be here soon. Let's listen to that work song together in just a little bit. Dewan Rafiqul Islam said, Hi, Harim. I want to listen to Twice, Dance the Night Away. This might also make a good work song, so okay, we're gonna pair these up. So let's listen to Oh My Girl with Bungie, followed by Twice and their song Dance the Night Away. We just heard Dance Tonight Away by Twice and before that Bungee by Oh My Girl. If you want to share yours high on on the show, don't hesitate to leave a message. If you're tuning in via the KBS Kong app, you can leave a message on the chat board. If you're in Korea, you can send me a text message at sharp8150. If you're on Instagram, leave your on as a comment on our post at KBS One Fine Day. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KBS English Service. And on YouTube, you can search for KBS World English. It's time for another song break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at some music charts from the past. Let's listen to Beautiful Monster by Stacy. Songs have the power to move us through time. More often than not, it only takes a song from the past to take us back. Back to the days when we used to listen to the song on a loop. Or back to the days when the song was just so hot. It's time for us to go back in time and listen to some of the hottest songs of a random week, according to the charts. Today, we're going to go back to the third week of April 2002. Here in Korea, the number one song of the week was Pimong Sad Dream by Koyote. This co-ed trio made their debut in 1998 and is now considered the longest-running co-ed K-pop group that's still active. Although there have been some member changes in the earlier years, the current three members, Kim Jong-min, Shinji, and Pekka, have been together since 2004, so that's... 20 years. Their song Pimong, Sad Dream, was released in March of 2002 as the title track of the group's fourth studio album, Pilip. The group had been in the process of member changes at the time of the album's recording, so the album includes some tracks that only feature Shinji and Kim Jongmin, as well as those that include rapper Kim Gu, and others which include guest rapper Kim Yongwan. In fact, we can hear the voice of Kim Yong wan on this very track. Here's a little bit of the song's lyrics. I can't move in front of you and your starkly changed expressions, your cold words, the way you evade my eyes. You're not the same you from before. At least give me a reason so that I would know why it is that you're about to leave me. You know better than anyone that I will collapse and cry. Coincidentally, another sad song was at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart the very same week. It was Foolish by American singer Ashanti, and the song had been her debut single off of her self-titled debut studio album. And what a debut it was. The song stayed at number one in the U.S. for 10 weeks in a row, as well as on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. It also reached the top 10 in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. The song won a Grammy nomination for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance and took the trophy home for Best R&B Soul Single at the Soul Train Music Award. Wow. The song goes like this. See, my days are cold without you, but I'm hurting while I'm with you. And though my heart can take no more, I keep on running back to you. Baby, I don't know why you're treating me so bad. You said you love me. No one above me and I was all you had. And though my heart is beating for you, I can't stop crying. I don't know how I allow you to treat me this way and still I stay. Let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. First up is Pimong Sad Dream by Coyote, followed by Foolish by Ashanti. Back when the Wonder Girls were always on the move, with all of us girls crammed into our van, whether we were feeling all giddy and giggly or just exhausted and groggy, one of the members would always end up saying the magic words that would have me think of a song to play. And those magic words were Hey, DJ Lim, drop the beat. Those words still bring songs into my mind, and I would like to share at least one of those with you each day. My pick for today is Hwansang, Illusion by Park ji This talented singer with an unmistakably unique voice actually made her debut as a model when she was still in her early teens. She also starred in a handful of TV dramas and sitcoms before her official debut as a singer in 1997. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, since then, she had been known primarily as a singer. Her song, Hwansang, Illusion, was released in 2000 as a follow-up to her mega-hit song, Chic, Coming of Age Ceremony, from her fourth studio album. And I chose this song today because this is my go-to karaoke song. Have you heard of Koin Norebang? <laughs> Koin Karaoke. I found out about Koin Norebang, aka Kono, in my university years, and I think I went there at least twice a week. Hmm. I love everything about this song, especially the chorus part. Uh, although this song was released in 2000... It never gets old. It's a great song. If you still haven't listened to the song yet, I hope you will like it after listening to it right now. Here is Sang Illusion by Park ji That was Sang Illusion by Park ji and that brings us to the end of the first Wonder Hour of the day. Coming up in the second hour is our super fun Thursday segment, John's Jams. Stick around to learn about some great songs even your music streaming apps may not have had a chance to recommend to you just yet. For now, I'll wrap up the first half of the show with 이하이 and her song 골목길, Ali, featuring 성시경, followed by 장들레 with 사랑받고 싶어서 I Wanna Be Loved, featuring Ijina. Welcome to the second half of Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. In just a moment, I'll be joined in the studio by K-pop producer and engineer John Kim, who'll introduce us to some deep cuts we just might fall in love with. But before we move on, let me quickly remind you about the many different ways you can tune into the program. Listen to Wonder Hours from 5:10 p.m. Korea time Monday through Friday via our mobile apps Kong and KBS World Radio on air, both of which you can download for free. You can also stream us on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or on YouTube and youtube.com slash at KBS World English. Also, last but not least, you can catch us on shortwave radio as well. If you have any comments or questions, you can use any of the options I just mentioned to reach out to us as well. If you are in Korea, you can also send me a text message at sharp8150. And now, we'll listen to some songs while John gets settled in here. First up is New Emotions by Infinite, and after that, we'll listen to Sour and Sweet by pimbim According to reports, around 120,000 new tracks are released on music streaming platforms each day. When there's absolutely no hope of listening to all of them, how are we to figure out which new song will be our next favorite track? The fact of the matter is, not all great songs make it up the charts, and not everyone has the same taste in music. So it's just inevitable that some wonderful gems would slip through our fingers without us even noticing. But it's not all hopeless. Here to point us toward the right direction is K-pop producer and engineer John Kim for our segment, John's Jams hi john (laughs) how was your week
1: (laughs) my week was good it was busy we've been just doing a lot of work in the studio and uh we've just been doing this and that and um you know i've been spending more time with my daughter these days today's in fact her birthday
0: i know happy birthday to your daughter thank you
1: thank you and so yeah, today um I took off the entire day of work and so today we're going to just be spending some time together and Femi just day yeah, we're just going to be best. hanging out. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. That's
0: all your baby can ask for. Yeah,
1: I mean <laughs> your <it's>, time. <laughs> yeah, it's so tiring though. I uh-huh. sometimes I don't know, I don't know about you, but for me I I would rather work sometimes just because it's so exhausting I to know. play with the baby, but mm-hmm. you know, it's also so much more rewarding to stay with the baby. But so it's always like a conflict in my mind right like absolutely i i love spending time with my daughter but my body is telling me you're too tired for this i cannot <laughs> agree more I mean? with you yeah. of course i mean mm-hmm. look at my
0: dark circle oh, <laughs> it's gotten no. worse. Yeah, gotten worse. no i don't think you have dark circles your daughter and my son they're the same age right in fact they were born the same year same month
1: yes Yes, such a coincidence, I know. right? Oh,
0: So I feel you. Yeah, We're I, I'm, <laughs> I,
1: I have a feeling that it might be easier for us because we have a daughter mm-hmm. and you have a son. So oh. I'm sure he's more energetic, I right? Think
0: so probably, yeah. yeah, he is all over the place. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean, it's it's been so rewarding. I mean, even yesterday, um, like there's it's always new every day, right? There's like a new word that yeah, that she learns, day. right? Mm-hmm.
0: You don't want to miss out. Yeah, anything. there's always something new,
1: and it's what so, does it's,
0: she say? In- what does she start um, doing recently? Well, you know,
1: uh, recently she actually started using the Odini tokarak, the Ooh. chopsticks. And she's only two, right? And so that's really surprising. Like, she's not even able to use her spoon or fork properly yet, but she can use the chopsticks, <laughs> right? The one with the penguin, the pea penguin. Oh, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, she uses that. Oh. And um, what else does she do? She does a lot of new things every day. You know, she can count from Hannah. Uh, <sighs> One, two, three, four, no way. all the way to 10. No right? way. And she can do 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. She can do that. Wow. And um, wow. she can count in English too. 1, <gasps> 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. She's a genius. <laughs> oh. But I mean, I, I think um, girls actually learn a little bit faster That's than boys, That's what I right? heard. Yeah. That's wh- and, and
0: especially if you have uh-huh. an older sibling, uh huh, then you learn faster. Right, right, right. But she, my, my boy, he... Mm-hmm is just trying starting to say like oh you can Oh yes, Baby yes koya,
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Is, you know, simple words. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But that's that's the cutest. I oh. I feel like uh I'm going to miss this phase soon cuz um mm-hmm. you know there are certain things where like um my daughter like when she wants milk, right? Mm, she'll go, she go like ooh ooh, ooh, oh. ooh. But then recently we taught her it's not ooh ooh, it's mm-hmm. ooh you, uh-huh. right? And so that Cute ooh is starting to disappear, and Mm. part of me is like, oh, I'm glad that she's saying it correctly now. But then now we don't get to hear her say ooh. ooh." I
0: know. They grow up so quickly. Right, right. It's nice and sad at the same time. Yeah, Hmm. it's it's
1: it's really it's a blessing, but yeah, you just it's it's yeah. There's just no words. I can't wait
0: for our play date.
1: Oh yeah, we gotta (laughs) we gotta hang out. All right,
0: but mm, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear the songs that you brought in today. Oh, yes. So... Mm.
1: I think you're going to notice something interesting with the songs today. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do this on purpose. I just looked through the list of the, the charts and mm-hmm. I saw like what's trending right now, what's hot, mm-hmm. uh, what can I bring in? And there is like an interesting theme happening. I'll, I'll see if you can catch on to it okay. as we go. <laughs> so the first song we're starting off with, it's Gods by New Jeans. And mm-hmm. have you heard this song yet? No. So this one is really hot. It's been out for a little bit now, but it was actually the theme song for the latest... Uh, uh, there's a big game out. It's called mm. LOL, um, oh. and this one it's it was a the theme song for the 2023 uh, World Championship, and it's called Gods. Uh, mm. It's by New Jeans. They've really killed this one. So recently, uh, we've been seeing a lot of cool releases coming out by LOL. They did mm. uh, stuff with this group. They made this group called KDA. Have you heard of it? So no, uh, it was featuring Yoja Idol, and they even had Madison Beer on it oh. as well. But this is really what took Yoja idol and brought them up into the spotlight. Mm. And now they're really big. But when they were first featured on this LOL soundtrack, they were not really that big. And this is the song, or that was their song that really took them up mm. in into the spotlight. And so it's been really, uh, it's kind of been a really big blessing for artists that are kind of up and coming to be able to get on these tracks. But this year, or last year, they, they got a group that was already so big. They got new jeans right wow. they were already trending they were number one at the time
0: mm, and but, lol is a game
1: yes it is and a what game what kind of game is this? it is a MOBA it's a My it's God. a tactical uh it's a five versus five game where you try to gain map control hmm. and um fun fact so um <laughs> you know the in the top five mm-hmm. uh sports players in korea of in terms of earning there is a lol player have you heard of the name faker
0: no, you I need to uh, so, keep myself updated.
1: <laughs> yeah, so in, in the top five, you know, there obviously we have people like Rihanjin and mm-hmm. uh, Park Ji sung right? Yay, like, I they, know them. <laughs> they, they are really big, they earn a lot, but there's also an esports gamer. His name is hmm. Baker, um, and he is in the top five. I think wow. t- his 2023 earnings was 71億. <gasps> and he plays games for a living. Right?
0: Wow. That
1: is crazy. And so that just Professional shows, gamer. Yeah, and that hmm. just shows how big uh things are this, changing. Yeah, how, <laughs> how big uh esports has become. Hmm. And so this track, uh what you'll notice is the production quality on it is insane. It's unlike a lot of other K pop tracks you hear, it's a lot more heavy mm-hmm. and there's a lot more details put into all the instrumentation. Um and it was written and produced by the power duo Sebastian Najand and Alex Seaver. And mm. so they have this really cool sound at um, at the LOL company. Uh, it's always really cinematic. It's heavy with hip hop elements, and they also have industrial and orchestral elements. Ooh. It has a really cool mesh of different elements. Put Sounds together. really abundant. It is, mm. and they got the greatest in the box mix engineer Serban Guinea, on
0: this track as well. Wow! Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Anything uh-huh. you Anything else you would like to add on to it?
1: Off the top of my head, you know this game. I, I mean, I'm a avid gamer myself, and my wife as well. This is the only game that she plays, <gasps> and she's a middle school teacher, right? Mm. And so um, she's she, here today. Yeah, she <laughs> is. She's she's tuning in. Um, but all of her students play as well, right? And so Ooh. this has been one of the biggest things where uh, she's able to connect with her students because they play this together, right? Mm. And so that's been really cool to see how. Uh, different generations like we're able to kind of because this game is so old now it's it's been yeah I just heard about this (laughs) it's like over 10 years old now (gasps) has it been 10 years already? It's, it's been over 10 years I think it's been maybe like um Yeah, like 12, 13 something years like that now. But because it's an old game, it's able to kind of bring different generations together. So Mm. like New Jeans is a very new school um, Mm -hmm. group, right? So a lot of the older generation fans might not know about them. But as they're playing the game, uh, this song actually comes out in the middle of the game sometimes or in the beginning. Mm. Um and so they'll be introduced to this group as well like if they don't know this group already through the game they can get introduced as well.
0: I so heard game music is uh-huh. a really good way for singers to meet uh-huh. A new audience yes, introduce themselves to for a new sure. audience, and there's
1: a lot of money in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I heard somewhere that uh, these songs that they do for these companies are like the budget is somewhat like it's like ten times the amount <gasps> of what an average idol release might be.
0: Wow, yeah. oh my gosh! You know what the last game I played was? What was it? Sim City.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. I know that one. Yeah. That, that's a that's a really calming one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I stayed up all night playing that game, uh-huh. but now I'm interested in LOL. I'm gonna check it out.
1: It, it's a hard one to get into, and it's it can get pretty toxic too, <laughs> because it's a team-based game, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're not doing, you can't play
0: it alone. You can't. Oh, you need a team. Yeah, you need oh, to have a team. I mm-hmm. see. Okay. Well, let's listen to this official anthem of the League of Legends two thousand. 2023 world championship right away here is new jeans with gods we just heard gods by new jeans wow i love yeah. the background sound it's so cinematic it, right it's so huge it's like larger oh. than life
1: and you know listening to this it made me realize you know it must have been a challenge for new jeans too because if you listen to their music you know, with like Super Shy, you yeah. know, those really cool tracks, right? It's more
0: light and bright.
1: Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so their vocals might not have been as intense, right? Yeah. Up until this point, like maybe they had to be focused more on being trendy, more, more, um, What's the word? They yeah, have to have mm. more swag, right, mm-hmm. in their singing. But for this one, it focuses a lot on using that high range, making sure that you're using your chest voice properly and extending, <laughs> right? Mm. So we get to hear a lot of that, which we haven't heard
0: previously. Yeah, it's on... a different kind of style, not right. something that we normally would hear from new jeans. Right,
1: right. It's totally new, but it's awesome that we get to hear that they're able to pull this off, right? Exactly. It's a testament to their talent.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. What what a great song. Right. I could feel that um heavy.
1: Yeah, I mean it's meant to pump up the players yeah. as they play, right? <laughs> if you actually go online and on our favorite uh NoTube, right? Yeah, you can search too. up the actual the performance. So every year before the World Championship tournament, there's this big show that they do and they have like these crazy these stages where they have like like hundreds of people coming out and doing like this there's this choreography i think for this one when new jeans came out there was this guy that was doing like all this work with swords and stuff on Whoa. stage and there were like holograms coming out everywhere mm. i heard somewhere that that one show the stage the budget is somewhere around like two three million dollars
0: mm, wow yeah these numbers are getting bigger <laughs> uh, I'm,
1: I'm telling you there's a lot of money in in this
0: <sighs> yeah I see. Well, mm-hmm. what's next?
1: All right. So we have something to lighten up the mood just a little bit. So this is IU's newest track. It's called Love
0: Wins All. The photos. Right. The, the concept of it is uh-huh. like a wedding. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's so viral. It's
1: it's crazy. So it's,
0: it with is v? a wedding.
1: Yes, with mm-hmm. me. But so what happens is in the music video, um, IU and V are basically a couple. IU is, I think she's deaf and Mm, she's mute and V is blind Mm. and um, they're being chased by this uh, apocalyptic cube
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it's like
1: um, you know there are like these sci-fi movies where like AI tries to take over the world, right? Yes. It's, it's kind of similar to that, the music video. It's super cinematic. There's like a whole story within itself. You might even think like it doesn't really even make sense with the music because the music is, in fact, it's a ballad. It's a very sweet, oh. um, uplifting, um, and like Chan, mm-hmm. like a
0: uh, hopeful uh, message hopeful.
1: exactly it's a uh, hopeful message ballad by ayu but then the music video is like it's bloody and there's this apocalyptic cube trying to kill them wow. and i think at the end they do die Really? Spoiler alert! Oh, I shouldn't have said it. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. But uh, their love puts them together amidst all the dangers and stuff. So that's, I think, the story behind that wedding dress. Um, I had
0: no idea it was about that. I mean, I just saw the photos. uh They look so handsome, so pretty. I thought, wow, this is so... Ideal, yeah. Type you of you wedding would think photos. like love
1: wins all, right? Yeah. And so yeah, like they're in love, happy ending. Mm-hmm. Not really, because if you go to the end of that music video, they're in that same wedding dress and tuxedo, and they're mm-hmm. covered in blood everywhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's, nutty. Ooh, it's nutty. I'm not
0: ready to watch
1: it. <laughs> but I mean, aside from that, the song is it's a so what I what I've heard was it's a pre-release for her upcoming album, uh-huh. and so this was produced and written by Se Dong And um, yeah, it's a really sweet ballad. It's something that I've really... I've come to realize that um, IU has started creating her own sound, Mm. right? So um, when IU first came out and she started, she went through a few different stages. She started off doing like more of a classic idol kind of a sound. And then she moved into her Disney princess era, (laughs) if you know what I'm talking about. And then she moved into her, oh, I'm going to be a little bit more mature. And she did those songs with like GD. And I think it was like the palette era, right? Oh,
0: I love that era. I think that that was my favorite era.
1: And then she did, Uh, Another uh, era I feel like where she did more quiet Stuff where she had that um she had that one album where it was all uh, re-releases or rearrangements oh. of different songs, right? Yeah, And they were very simple. They were very soft-spoken. And it really focused on her voice and how she portrayed the lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. The instrumentals were all very simple. And I think she's found a spot right now with this song where she's able to really focus on her voice. But the instrumental, it has al- just enough um bugegam or weight Ooh. to back her up like in that era where she was the disney princess Mm -hmm. um i feel like yes her voice was strong but in order to push the song forward they used so much in the instrumental like so many like string arrangements so many different instruments like clock ticking sounds Mm. everything just pushing the song forward right so much so that Ayu doesn't really even get to breathe in some of her songs, right? <laughs> there are some songs, like if you try to go to 노래방, mm-hmm. right? Or karaoke and sing one of her songs, you can't sing it physically because you run out of breath. Certain <laughs> ones. and But now she's found a spot. I feel like she's able to use her voice without straining it. Mm. She's able to portray her lyrics as she wants to. And the track is not just totally bare it's just at the right amount where it's able to you know just envelope her voice perfectly Mm -hmm. and she's 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 getting really close to i think a perfect harmony right now and that just makes me that much more excited for what her next album is going to be
0: me too Mm -hmm. it's amazing how she can portray so many different sides of her so many uh-huh. dynamic music right and right. now like you said she has her own IU genre
1: right right it's I would say it's closer to folk um rather than pop where I think a lot of people would kind of see her as right now she's kind of evolved and gone from like that pop dance to kind of like R&B mm. and um she's also done ballads yeah. but I think yeah, where she's coming
0: back to and finding her home right now is folk music. I think she always keeps the audience hoping. Mm-hmm. That we all want to know what's next for her.
1: Right, right.
0: Because she always comes up with mm-hmm. such new and fresh music.
1: Right, right,
0: right. Well, here is the latest by IU right now, Love Wins All. That was Love Wins All by IU. The song's music video has been viewed over 40 million in less than two weeks. Wow. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen it yet for yourself, you definitely should. It's like a short and sad music Mm -hmm. video. Yeah, yeah. And both IU and V are so beautiful, even in all the post-apocalyptic mess.
1: Yeah, I feel like if they took this story by itself and wanted to extend it into like a 12-episode drama, they totally could. And this this song could be like the the opening theme. Mm. It's crazy how... How they were able to get so cinematic, right? With just this music video. You know, with music videos, normally you don't really write like a whole huge storyline unless you're really committed to the cinematography, right? Mm. Um, But I I feel like for this song, they were focused just as much on the music video as they were on the song itself, right? Mm. Um, There are two different stories happening. And so it just... There's so much writing happening on both ends, and they made it work together really well.
0: If this becomes a TV series, mm-hmm. I, we already know that it's going to be it's gonna a mega well. hit.
1: Yes, for <laughs> sure, for sure.
0: All right, well, moving on. Can you tell us what's next?
1: All right, the next song is "Perfect Night" by mm. La Seraphim. Mm. I can tell you for sure. If you are in Korea, mm-hmm. you've definitely heard this before. Uh, you might not realize it, maybe. but you've heard this one before. So this is all over the place right now. Even if you're just walking around on the streets, or even if you're on social media, mm. you know this has become a really popular song for those I viral yeah, reels, reels, music. and yeah, yeah, the the challenges and stuff like that. Right? You've definitely heard this song before, and um, so. This is uh one of their best uh trending songs right now. It's still on the charts despite having been out for a little while now. Mm-hmm. And um fun fact, this was also done for a game. Oh. A lot of people don't realize it, but um the reason why they were kind of pushed into doing their first uh, full English release, which this is, is because this was actually for the international audience. It wasn't actually meant to be a K-pop uh, kind of a song, right?
0: Oh, I see. But
1: yeah, so this was done for Overwatch. Ooh, and I've heard of
0: that. Yeah, I've heard this, about one, that game. <laughs>
1: this one came out actually right when I came to Korea in 2016. And it was the biggest uh, thing to happen to gaming for a long time. And last year, what they did was they released Overwatch 2. Ooh. And so for their release this is um one of the promo songs that they did and their first major esports event uh Le Seraphim came out and they did the live stage for this and it mm. it went it went really viral but like i said these groups are all very willing now to do these kinds of events for these groups or for these games because they've garnered so much attention right i think mm. it was 2 years ago um Overwatch instead of having like um, a K-pop group or like this dance group, mm-hmm. they actually had DJ Khaled
0: mm. come in. And so
1: that was really big as well. Uh, but I think they're kind of taking notes from the other game that we were talking about earlier, where they've been, you know, getting these idols and uh, creating these big choreographed uh, dance stages. And they've kind of done that here with La Seraphim. And wow. I think what's really cool about this one is uh, it forced La Seraphim to kind of go into a different direction than they had been up until now. Mm. And what I mean by that is, if you listen to La Seraphim's music, they're very hip-hop uh, influenced. Mm. And so if you listen to their tracks, just the music by itself without the vocals, um, if it was your first time listening to it, you'd probably say, yeah, that's a boy group track. Oh. It's it's very heavy and it sounds like there will be a lot of rap on it. Uh, but they've kind of taken that genre and turned it into like a powerhouse girl group kind of a kind of a sound Mm. but this song it's actually kind of a step back and kind of taking um more of a note from new jeans where they're being more trendy they're being more uh they have to have more swag and they're trying to be a little bit more light and Mm -hmm. so i think that was a really good breath of fresh air for La Seraphim fans to hear that, yeah, they can do kind of this uh like really cool and Shiwanan I would say, mm. uh refreshing sound.
0: I as think as I think all of the girl groups are uh challenging themselves with new genre and new right. music.
1: Right, right. And I think it's really good really cool that these game companies are the ones to kind of initiate that as well because um when you're doing work for yourself, like if you're an artist, right? Mm-hmm. You get to work on what you're good at and uh, you get to show like your best... Talents, right? But when you're doing commissioned work, right? Uh, When you're doing something for like a commercial or for a different company, Mm -hmm. uh, you have to do what the client wants, right? And I think that's what (laughs) is happening across the board with these companies because they have a clear vision, obviously, for where they want to take like their direction, right? Right. What they want to portray. And it's not always in line with uh, what the artists might always like have been doing, right? Mm -hmm. What their strengths are in. And so they're forced to go into this new direction, but that opens up so many new possibilities. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm. Sometimes it's just so different from what the the artist wants to do or is looking for. But But, then uh, it ends up well.
1: Yeah, it ends up being Ironically. some of some of the best work they've done, and I think this is a perfect case of that. You know, in fact, um, the amount of work that they put into this song by itself is it's 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 astonishing. I I spoke about this with Lena um, a few few months ago, I think. But with these groups, right, with like Le Sserafim, New Jeans, and BTS, mm-hmm. the amount of credits that go into these songs is out of this world so normally in korea you'll see a credit for lyrics Mm -hmm. composition and arrangement right right in this song this one song Mm -hmm. there are 26 separated credits for 26 people
0: wow what what's there what else is there there is it's
1: just it's it's all just in the uh lyrics the jacquok and the arrangement Mm -hmm. just across that there are Twenty six different names spread across. Wow. Yeah, so you'll oh. see. Uh, obviously, you'll see. Uh, Hitman, so no- another- um, oh, Hitman. Yeah, Hitman. Oh. The uh, uh, BTN, BTS. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Pang uh, right? Si-hyeok yes, yes, yes. You'll and you'll see mm-hmm. a lot of different names as well. Um, these are groups or these are uh, writers that write for BTS and a lot of different groups as well. But they've all come together and meshed their skills together for this one track.
0: Mm, I feel like. Uh, nowadays, it's mm-hmm. another level mm-hmm. than when we, when the Wonder Girls used to oh, yeah. work, because mm-hmm. that was almost twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, the the industry has become so different. You know, um, my it's good changing friend
0: changing rapidly. Yeah, my mm-hmm. good
1: friend recently he he actually did a song for BTS, right? And um, he was just talking about how there was this huge conflict within the group of producers because they were so split on how to. Um, negotiate a three percent split between like a few different people like if they were fighting over 0.3 0.4 percent mm-hmm. and it's just because there's so much more money in these songs these days than there were before like with the amount of promotion that they're doing and the different ways of releasing music especially with social media the amount of revenue that comes in from streaming mm-hmm. is it's just so high and so each 0.1 percent wow. it makes a huge difference difference in your Mm. income
0: it's different than the 0.1 that we used to know (laughs) right for sure because back then it was
1: performances and cd sales and stuff Mm -hmm. because streaming wasn't around at that time right yeah yeah so performances on tv and maybe radio plays Mm -hmm. but um not like right now where everyone's trying to listen through um all the different streaming services but also every time a song gets posted as a challenge on social media that also the challenge yeah
0: Mm. right Oh, it's amazing how things change so quickly. Yes. But in a better way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. I it mean, gives
0: more opportunity to people. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right, another game OST. Let's listen to it. Here is Le Seraphim with Perfect Night. That was Perfect Night by Le Seraphim. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to John's Jams on Wonder Hours with heading with Studio JSK's John S. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yes so what's the next song you've brought in for us
1: alright the next song is another one that's actually um, quote unquote game themed so this is mm-hmm. uh, a new group it's called Qwer Q-W-E-R and it's their newest song it's Discord mm. now um, just fun fact alright so yes. we've been talking about games for a while so i I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spill the beans. So the biggest trend I think right now in music is game music mm. because so much of the new generation has become gamers, um and the younger generation. Uh, that's one of the biggest outlets to get your music, you know, streams and to get your music known. So when you're opening up a game, right, and um you have to go through like different loading screens, right? Yeah. If the newest song by these groups is blaring and blasting on that screen it just gets engraved into your mind like for me mm-hmm. as a gamer whenever i open up these games and this song is like playing in my head um throughout the entire game it might be like 30 40 minutes i'm like um, singing it in my head like oh. in my head just because it's become so like it's like branded into my brain at that Mm, point and that's
0: commercial right
1: and so that's why these game songs are getting so popular these days and that's why despite having been out for a while now they're still remaining at the top of these charts Mm. and so about this group this is not actually a song that's officially sponsored by a game but the thing is discord um the title of this track is actually the main source of communication that gamers use while they're playing games so we we use k-talk right in korea we use k-talk and um there's a lot of different ones that people use you can use like iMessage and things like that too right but um when you're playing games uh there's nothing that will beat discord Mm -hmm. and um it's because that it runs really well in the computer like behind the behind the scenes without taking up too much of your power and um so (laughs) i mean there's there's a lot of uh details in why it works so well with the voice communication and stuff but um they they've taken like this uh, interesting play on words with Cure, right? Cure. Um, This is the
0: team's name?
1: Yeah, this is the name of the actual band. Are they a new upcoming team? Yeah, they're brand new. This is their (laughs) first release, actually. It's part of their debut EP. It's called Harmony. But... Q W E R is actually the four uh, keys that you use when you're playing League of oh, Legends.
0: Yeah, wow. those are those are
1: the four keys. Uh, you use your mouse and Q W E R for your skills, and so they took that as the the influence for their band's name. So much wow. so that um you know they have a fandom, and their fandom is called Scuttle Crab, and that What's is. That? That is a monster that lurks in the middle of the jungle in League of Legends.
0: Wow. So, is this team made for a game? No, it's not. Or so are they're they just an idol.
1: Group? They're, so they're actually a band, mm. but um, they're basically riding on this trend that I've been talking about, mm. right? With the upcoming upcoming um trends of games these days, where everyone is so into game music and playing games that they've basically taken their entire identity wow. from from that. What basically. a trendsetter! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, aside from what they decided to choose, like for their whole concept their music is crazy too like mm. i mentioned they're not just a classic idol group they're actually a band
0: are and, they a um, boy band
1: no they're a girl 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 band, band. yeah but um you know the the most popular rock bands in the world actually a lot of them actually these days they're actually from japan too mm. cuz the the technicality of the playing in japan it's unparalleled right now because you know, Japan is known for cleanliness, right? They mm-hmm. have this uh really interesting outlook on life. You know, the way that they eat is really clean, like oh, yeah. um the way that they live, the way that their culture is, you know, it's 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 very clean, mm-hmm. right? And that leads to interesting things that happen in their music scene. Um mm-hmm. when we as musicians, when we talk to each other and we say, Oh yeah, that's really clean, mm-hmm. it just means that they're playing, it has no mistakes and it's flawless it's, Exactly so good. And they've tried. They've kind of taken their music in that direction as well. Um, it's just so technically clean. Um, it has very little mistakes. And you hear every single note despite um, whatever speed that the song might be going through. And so this mm. song, they have a lot of guitars and a lot of drums happening everywhere. But you can really hear every single note that happens. Wow. And it's the same thing with the vocals as well. They're kind of all over the place in terms of range. Like, mm. it's not... Like your classical, like, you know, like it might go, the dynamic might go in a straight line. And during the chorus, the dynamic might go up and the pitch might go up. Mm -hmm. It's not like that. The pitches kind of go from here and there. Like it's like a pogo stick. It just jumps around. But instead of having notes where it might like slide up, the notes just hit perfectly each spot. Wow. Right? I'm and,
0: so curious to hear it.
1: It's it's nutty. I'm just telling you. they I'm really excited to see what they do in the future just because they are such a talented band and their sound it's it's so new. It's it's J Rock inspired. Wow. And but they've taken it and made it Korean.
0: Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another gay music, huh? Yes. All right, let's listen to the song right now. Here is Discord by Cure. That was QWER or QWER, and their song Discord. Yeah, I can definitely feel that J-pop rock mm-hmm. vibe. So, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you actually check out the music video too, um, a big trend that people have been doing as well is they've been animating um, their members. Mm-hmm. These groups have been animating their members in. Uh, in their music videos as well so you'll know that um, like you know Espa, right yes. the, the big group their whole uh, concept was based on having um, these avatars oh yeah right and that's been so big I think this was started actually by this group called KDA that was the first idol group for LOL mm. and um, it's become such a big trend now that even this group right now it's their first big release but they already have animated versions of the band members
0: wow mm-hmm. animated version yeah Ooh. but do they play their own Instra- they do. instrument they do they do
1: they actually do and so ah. if you search on the nut there are um live videos of them playing wow. which at first for me when i when i discovered that i was like there's no way like that they can actually do this because i was watching the video i was like this is real you know because mm. you don't expect it to be um i'm sure that Wonder Girls, you know, like uh-huh. you guys actually played your instruments too, right? Yes. But um, when you're pre- performing mm. live,
0: not always is it actually... We did live huh? sometimes, but sometimes it wasn't right. real live. So it, depended, it, uh, huh? it really depended on the situation.
1: Right, right. A lot of groups these days, what they do is they actually just play the, the AR. Or mm. the actual, the, the, the recording. Uh, and they kind of pretend to play their instruments. Either that or they'll have their instruments kind of in the background, right? Mm. Where it's not so loud. But this group, they're actually able to play the entire thing live by themselves. <gasps> which was what was really mind-blowing to me.
0: So it wasn't just a concept, but they actually know how to play Yeah, the they actually wow. know how to play really well. So the group is part of a company. It's called um,
1: Tamago, I think, or Egg. Some mm. Something like the mm-hmm. Tamago Production. They were searching for these members and they went through all these different um, streaming services and uh, live streaming um, companies to find people that are not only gamers, but also that are good at their instruments as well. And they did a scouting service and they found these members. I wow. think um, the guitarist was actually a part of a Japanese idol group before oh. she did this as well.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are definitely... Upcoming, new team. Yeah, for sure. A team that we've never seen before.
1: Yeah, and it's also, it's fun because it's coming from a company that we haven't heard before, Mm. right? You wouldn't normally expect that. And so I think that's just, it's a testament to how good their concept is right now and how trendy it is. Mm. It's something totally new that we haven't seen before.
0: Wow, absolutely.
1: Mm -hmm. I look forward to their future activities. Yes. Right, shall we move on to the next song? Yes, and the next song is the return of the legendary segment who are you so this one <laughs> is actually gonna be a good friend of mine um in fact actually a, a new group that he created so this is a group called popomo have mm. you heard of them
0: no uh, okay i'm sure
1: a lot of people have not actually Tell heard of them about before them. yeah so they are a group um it's between two artists uh it's with jimbo and hirsch you might have heard the name jimbo before so he is a legendary R and B artist in Korea. He was actually like kind of the quote unquote teacher for people like Zion T and Crush. <gasps> wow. Yeah. and for people like um Palo Alto, like those art those Ooh. like uh hip hop artists as well, right? Jay Park. And in fact when I was working with him, uh when I first got to Korea, um he introduced me to all the people in the R and B scene. Um he was so so much so there's humbei that when he was working on this album it was called k r m b right it was K-R-N-B. just korean r m b and he was able to get all these artists to come on without any hesitation wow. um so on that one album, I got to work with crush, I got to work with j park I got to work with Hayes I mm. got to work with g soul um just these countless amazing r&b artist in korea and so he's a legend in the scene and this is his most recent group that he's created it's called popomo like i said and it's between him and another upcoming r&b artist his name is hirsch Hmm. and this song is called byob and byob obviously it stands for bring your own beer
0: oh right
1: and so (laughs) yeah there's a lot of cool things happening in this track One of Jimbo's classic sounds that he uses all the time, it's in his chord work, actually, and it's called modal interchange. And what that is, is basically, uh, like, let's say that you're in the key of A, right? There are certain chords that you can use in that key that will sound quote-unquote normal. But there are also instances where you take chords from outside of that key, and incorporate them in, and it might sound wrong if you hear it in the wrong context, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're able to kind of interweave those chords in, in the right moment, with the right passing tones, it actually sounds like it's in the right place. And Jimbo Mm -hmm. is able to do that very very well, and what's also fun about his melody writing is that he follows those chord tones. Just because you're using modal interchange doesn't mean that your melody actually has to go out of key. Mm -hmm. But This is one of those cases and one of those artists where he loves to play around with wrong notes, per se, Mm. in in different keys. And so his melodies that you'll hear, especially in this one in the chorus, it actually goes somewhere totally unexpected.
0: Mm. It goes
1: in places that you would not expect the vocal to go. Like, let's say that if you're ending like a ballad, let's say, like classic korean ballad when you're ending a bridge right you would expect it to go up to the high high note right the climax and usually that'll be like what's
0: gonna happen exactly it's,
1: it's the one or the five and they they finish it up big there um but this one it goes to a different note this song the end of the chorus it goes to a note that's not even in the key and huh. so it creates this really How's that really, possible? <laughs> it's because of the way that the chord work is arranged. Hmm. Uh the modal interchange that they use at the end of the chorus, uh it takes the song to a different key than it was originally starting in, and then when it goes back to the verse, it goes back into the original key.
0: Interesting. And that's
1: one of the key signatures that um Jimbo uses. Mm. creates it, a really cool sound. What,
0: what what was the biggest influence for this track? Um I think it was
1: 100% Anderson Peck. It has to be. Just because (laughs) I know for a fact that Jimbo loves Anderson Mm Peck. And especially the the music that they do right now uh, with Bruno Mars. Right, mm. they they create this old school um, R&B sound, and it's become so popular in the West. And I think Jimbo's taken a huge liking to that, and that's kind of been his whole approach to songwriting these days—to create that old school, like '60s, '70s, classic R&B sound,
0: mm. but bringing it
1: in, bringing it into the Korean era.
0: I see. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear the song. Shall we it's... check it out? Yes. All right. Here is. BYOB by Popomo. We just heard BYOB by Popomo. And we now have time for just one more song. Yes. Before we move
1: on though, I just mm-hmm. wanna throw something out there because I know that people are gonna be curious. If you search up Popomo and BYOB, the first thing that actually pops up on NoTube is actually their live performance. Oh. And I would highly suggest that you watch that first cuz that is I'd say a more um exciting version of this song. It's much more spectacular. They have some of the best session musicians in the world. Some of my close friends um they have a uh, shindrum and they have Sean and they have these crazy instrumentalists on this track and a whole horn section with cues the trumpet. You definitely want to check that out first. Mm. And it it'll give you a good insight into the musicality of this group.
0: Oh yes. It's so cool when their live yeah. version is even better it's than way better than the CD. Yes, the audio. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right, so our last song of the day is actually going to be one that's been out for a while now. Um, it's called "Baddie" by IVE. Ive. Now, this is one of their more popular commercial releases. It was actually um. One of the songs offered their triple title EP, it's I've Mine, Mm. and this is the one that's remained on the top of the charts for the longest. Now, I have a good theory about that. It's just because the term baddie in itself, Mm -hmm. it's so trendy, right? Um, Do you know what baddie means?
0: Uh Yes. Can you explain it? <laughs> yes. So
1: what it is, is when you're saying like, um, you see a really attractive girl, right? Uh, guys in the West will be like, oh, that girl, she's total baddie, right? And so oh. that means like, oh, she's bad. Like in the terms of she's really hot. She's got a lot of swag. She's Ooh. very attractive. And this is a ter- term that's become very, very popular these days. And because it's such a popular trend, uh, this song itself has... Blown up, and it's used so much on social media for different uh, challenges and for different types of funny videos where they're trying to show off, like oh, this girl is really, really bad, right? And then mm. the song "Bad You" in the it starts <laughs> coming out, right? And so that's one of the reasons why I think they really they hit a home run with this one in terms of concept.
0: Mm, I think they did a good job with the title. I didn't know yes. it was a trend right now. Yeah, it's this a, word.
1: it's a huge trend, and I think it's even. More exemplified because the lyrics, the Korean lyrics at least, were also written by the big rapper, uh, Big Naughty. Ah. He's a big Korean rapper, and uh, he's known for really, really awesome lyrics. And the way that he wrote it across this track is just—it's perfect for this group.
0: Mm, was he at uh, the mm. show? The Not sure. Show me the to... money. I, I oh feel yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he was on that program as well. Sounds very familiar. Yes. Hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Well. Thank you, John, for another super fun jam session. We'll see you next week. And taking John out is Ive and their song, Batty. Have a wonderful day and see you tomorrow.